Welcome to the Thriving in the Kingdom podcast with me, Vincent Kodongo. This is a place where you learn how to operate in the kingdom of heaven with optimal fruitfulness through the application of its principles. We've been speaking about the path of purpose, and in our last episode, I presented uh, four ways in which you can uh, discover your purpose, uh, as illustrated in scripture. Uh, today, we continue with the same uh, uh, same series, uh, and uh, we are now speaking of stage four of uh, the path of purpose. Remember, stage one is predestination and foreknowledge. Uh, stage two is a uh, divine strategic positioning for formation. And stage three is progressive revelation of your purpose. So in stage four, we're speaking about training. So you need to be trained for the fulfillment of your purpose. Uh, the Cambridge Dictionary defines training uh, uh, defines to train as to teach someone skills and knowledge needed for a particular job or activity to teach someone skills and knowledge needed for a particular job or activity training for our kingdom assignments constitutes development and transformation of one's uh, worldview character capacity and degree of fruitfulness so you're speaking about development development is about growth transformation is about being changed from one form to another and you're speaking about uh, transformation of your worldview of your character of your capacity and fruitfulness so god orchestrates our training <clears throat> for the execution of our king of our of his assignments in the kingdom to facilitate stability and longevity on the course of destiny. If you are not trained, you will not have the, you will not be able to be stable, uh, to be unwavering, and and if you are not trained, you will not be able to last for very long. So it's for it's so God does the training, or facilitates the training to ensure that we are we have stability and longevity on the course of destiny. And uh, speaking about uh, longevity and stability, if you look at uh, Psalms, the book of Psalms, chapter 92, uh, verse uh, uh, 12 uh, to 14, this is what the scriptures say. It says that uh, the righteous flourish with, uh, will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon uh, planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still bear fruit in old age. They will stay fresh and green, proclaiming the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no wickedness in him. So that's Psalms uh, 92 verse 12 to 15. If you look at verse 14, it speaks about uh, saying that they will still bear fruit in old age. They will stay fresh and green. So this is about stability and longevity. It's continued fruitfulness uh, to the end. Uh, so that's why God trains us so that uh, because you can start on a course uh, uh, and shoot up like we have seen many people uh, shoot up in life uh, and then they fade off. You have seen musicians, you have seen preachers, you have seen politicians, you have seen professionals uh, just uh, shooting up and uh, they, they, they cause a star in the limelight and then they disappear. <coughs> That's because uh, you don't have. Uh, the, the, that's because of that. That indicates lack of stability, lack of longevity. <clears throat> uh, so 
I said that uh, there are four components of this training. That's uh, 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 the training targets four components. That's our worldview, our character, our capacity, and fruitfulness. And so we go. Well, today we are going through each of uh, every one of these four. <coughs> uh, so uh, when you speak about worldview, we start with worldview. So our worldview, or a person's worldview, is the framework from which a person interprets life. It constitutes a person's belief system and attitudes of the heart. It is formed through upbringing, uh, that is parenting, socialization, uh, that's the environment in which you, you exist in, <clears throat> acquisition of knowledge, which could be true, distorted, false, or incomplete perspective, uh, experiences, good and bad, exposure, and inherited ca characteristics. So those are the things that uh, uh, contribute towards the formation of your worldview. Uh, <clears throat> so our worldviews are so deeply ingrained within us that we are not fully conscious of them. That's, uh, for example, our beliefs, like we defined earlier in, in the in, in the in, that was in the second episode of this podcast. We defined a belief as as uh, through uh, according to Mario Mario uh, Marie Foleo that a belief is something that you have decided consciously or unconsciously is the truth. So our worldview, which constitutes also our belief system and our attitudes, uh, it is something that is so de deeply ingrained in, in us. It's something that forms who we are. So we defend it because we believe that is the truth. And so <clears throat> it's so deeply ingrained in us so that we are not fully conscious of it, but God is fully conscious of it. Eh? <clears throat> uh, and... Uh, so in the course of training us, God transforms our worldview to a biblical one. That's a biblical worldview. Uh, that is based on the values and principles of his kingdom. His goal is to instill uh, God-centeredness within us. Transformation of our of worldview to a kingdom worldview constitutes unlearning wrong lessons, relearning the good lessons we have abandoned, and learning new lessons in the kingdom of God. So it's unlearning. There's a process of unlearning. There's a process of relearning uh, the things that you should that you shouldn't have given up. And there's a process of learning new things, things you have not come across. So Walvi is the first component of training. <clears throat> the second component of the uh, that uh, training uh, kingdom training constitutes uh, is uh, your character. The, the second target for your, for the training of the king uh, uh, for, for God's service. Uh, is a character and uh, <clears throat> what is character character is uh, according to the uh, Cambridge dictionary character is the particular combination of qualities in a person that makes them different from others the particular combination of qualities in a person that makes them different from others the second uh, definition uh, is from the American Psychology uh, Dictionary, which defines uh, character as the totality of an individual's attributes and personality traits, particularly his or her characteristic, moral, social, and religious attitudes. Attitude, yeah? So these are the definitions of character. Of course, one of the sometimes one of the definitions of character is uh, integrity uh, or moral uprightness. Huh? So. But, but character is broader than integrity. So it's a combination of your attributes, of your personality traits, of the characteristics that you have, uh, what makes you different from others. <clears throat> so you already have a character. 
uh, from the stage of formation that we spoke about, that stage two in the path of purpose, uh, you develop a particular kind of character. But as you go, you realize that uh, sometimes uh, your character is not conformed to what God wants it to be. So <clears throat> the goal of kingdom training, uh, training for the king's service, uh, is to develop Christ-like character within you. To develop Christ-like Christ-likeness in you, because uh, you are when you are formed from your environment, from your family, from your education, from your exposure, and from a number of things, you are formed uh, in your earlier years, and even through your schooling and through uh, your profession, professional associations. Uh, by association, I don't mean the institution, but the people. You see, so you are formed in a particular way. So God, when He's preparing you for your assignment, He has to transform you. Remember I said training is not just development but also transformation. So if you look at uh, the scriptures uh, in uh, Romans chapter 8 verse 29 uh, the scriptures uh, uh, state this. They state that uh, 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 for those God foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. So it's speaking about uh, being conformed to the likeness of his son. That's Jesus Christ. So God predestined us to be conformed to the image of, of uh, Jesus Christ. Huh? And uh, we also find that uh, in Galatians chapter 4 verse 19, huh, the scriptures also say this. They say that my, uh, this is Apostle Paul writing to the Galatians and he tells them, my little children of whom I travail in birth again. Speaking about spiritual birth in terms of formation. Huh? So he says, uh, my little children of whom I travail in birth again until Christ be formed in you. So the goal of, uh, uh, the goal of uh, kingdom training is to develop Christ-likeness in you is to transform you to be more like Jesus in character. So when you're speaking about love, that uh, uh, love, or we are speaking about the fruit of the Spirit, all this is, uh, is in terms of having the nature of Christ. <clears throat> so that's what kingdom training does for you. The third, uh, <clears throat> the third uh, target area for kingdom training uh, is, uh, is capacity, your capacity. So, what is capacity? Uh, capacity, according to the Miriam Webster Dictionary, is an individual's mental or physical ability. An individual's mental or physical ability. Yeah? However, when you're speaking about capacity in the kingdom, you're speaking in a broader sense. So, to be effective in our kingdom assignments, yeah? that's our purpose, we need development in our natural and spiritual capacity. Natural and spiritual capacity. Uh, what does natural capacity constitute? This constitutes knowledge, insight, wisdom, and skills. Skills is know-how, what we call in French savoir-faire. You know? so, so, so it's all those di dimensions. <clears throat> How is natural capacity acquired? It's acquired, by, uh, uh, it's acquired through formal education. So God may not have called you to uh, have impact in the medical profession. So you have to go through uh, formal education in order to become effective as a healthcare practitioner. You don't just pray and fast and wait for that to happen. You have to be trained in that. You have to go through, undergo natural capacity or if you are to be a government official uh, in an area of speciality, <clears throat> you have to go through formal education to be prepared for that. So 
so so it's acquired through formal education it's acquired through personal development personal development is this is the effort that you take towards uh, your personal growth whether it's listening to podcasts like this one or reading or uh, <clears throat> any effort that you make uh, at a, at an individual level to to increase your capacity then uh, <clears throat> then the other the other the other uh, instrument that is used, uh, the, the other way in which you can uh, develop your natural capacity is uh, practical experience. Huh? When you when you undertake what it is that is similar to what you're going to be do to be doing, uh, like most professions, they normally have a, a, a tutelage a level, dimension, or internship huh? where you 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 learn the things that you are going to be able to do later. Or even when you have started the 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 job at a particular place you 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 may work in one place then you go to another place and then you you continue to grow uh, because of your experience <clears throat> and uh, you also develop your natural capacity through t- uh, training programs that you go through you or training courses or problem solving which is part of experience so as you solve complex problems as you solve simpler problem then you move to complex problem then the, as the complexity increases and you're able to solve the most then your uh, capacity increases eh? so you should never run away from from uh, uh, problems eh? yeah so so like uh, there's a great motivational speaker uh, who he died quite some time back but he's the one who mentored many of the most motivational speakers we know he's called Jim Rohn he said that uh, don't wish it were easier wish you were better see so 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 it's it's and and you're saying like uh, uh, so you don't wish that it uh, uh, he also speaks about that you also you should wish that uh, you had more skills that it was less don't wish that it was less complex huh? i'm paraphrasing huh? i can't get the correct quote so he says that uh, that i wish that uh, you had more skills so when you solve problems uh, and you you increase your capacity when you get more complex problem and you work on them you you grow in your capacity uh, you also grow in your capacity through mentorship and coaching and also by exposure to new dimensions huh? So you grow your capacity. And then illustration from the Bible is in Daniel chapter 1, verse 3 to 5. You speak about how Daniel and uh, his friends were recruited. Uh, uh, they were Hebrew boys, but they were recruited to serve, for the, to serve the king, among other people who were recruited. Uh, and uh, it, say, it is said in verse 5 uh, that uh, they had to go through uh, training for three years before they entered the king's service. So you see, it required some development of natural capacity. God had an assignment for Daniel, Meshach, and Shadrach, and Abednego. However, they had to have their capacity built, enhanced, to be able to match the assignment where they are being uh, uh, prepared, what they are being prepared for, their kingdom assignment, their fr- the, the, the environment in which they would execute their assignments. Then we, apart from natural capacity, we have spiritual capacity. <clears throat> so spiritual capacity constitutes things like knowledge of the, of the principles of the truth from the Bible. The principles of truth, because our existence is governed by principles huh? in the spiritual, natural and spiritual realm. Uh, uh, then there is spiritual wisdom and insight. Huh? Spiritual insight and wisdom from the Holy Spirit. This is supernatural. It's spiritual. It's not something you can get by from school. Then there is a spiritual power. That is, a, for instance, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. There, the scriptures speak about how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and with power. Uh, that he went about doing good and healing all those who are oppressed of the devil. So, there is, so he had spiritual capacity uh, 
for his assignment. Then there is a, and we all need to spiritual capacity. Even if you are not a minister of the word, even in, even in your profession, or you need the supernatural dimension to be effective. Because where uh, uh, the kingdom of heaven functions in a way that. Uh, the, the level of assignments that God wants us to perform are at a, at a level that can only be accomplished through the, uh, through the backing of the Holy Spirit and through the, the supernatural backing of the Word of God. And also, be, we have, and also we face spiritual opposition from the kingdom of darkness. And so we need spiritual capacity like the way Jesus had. Jesus, Jesus had to cast out demons using spiritual power. And the, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Eh? Okay? Uh, so, uh, uh, apart from uh, <clears throat> that, we also have grace, the grace of God. Eh? There, so, we need abundance of grace. So, the level of grace that you have. Uh, Peter speaks about, Apostle Peter speaks to us in, uh, I think it's uh, Second uh, Peter chapter 3, uh, towards the end, he speaks and, and speaks about the way we need to grow in grace. So through the knowledge of Jesus Christ. So <clears throat> we need to grow in grace. So you need a certain level of grace in order to operate at a, at a, to, to handle certain kinds of assignment. Otherwise, you will get tired and you will give up. Uh, <clears throat> then we also need a, an experiential understanding of the nature and ways of God. So the spiritual experience. So you go through experiences with God helping you to understand him. Eh? And then you are able to develop capacity in that areas. For example, the reason why uh, 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 Abraham was able to say that to 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 uh, uh, come to the conclusion that that God is Jehovah Jireh is because uh, he went through an experience through which God supernaturally provided a ram when he wanted to when God had, had instructed him to slaughter Isaac, and then he said, "Don't slaughter the boy. Don't kill him." He was God was testing him, so he, he realized that that uh, from experience that. God is Jehovah Jireh. The reason why you find uh, Moses would say uh, concerning God that uh, God is Jehovah Nisi is when uh, he was able to uh, lift his hand and he was supported by Aaron and Hur and intercede as Joshua was uh, battling the Amalekites until they won. And so they say Jehovah Nisi. So it's an experiential knowledge of God and experiential knowledge of the ways of God. He speaks uh, about that. Uh, he made known his, uh, his uh, ways to Moses and his acts to them. Uh, children of Israel. Uh, it's and uh, I like to make reference to certain statements of wisdom here. So, uh, in terms of capacity, there's a minister in uh, the Republic of Kenya who said this. He says, uh, he said that uh, that capacity is not demonstrated by what you can attain, but what you can sustain. Capacity is not demonstrated by what you can attain, but what you can sustain. Like we said uh, earlier in this episode, that you can rise. You have seen people who have risen and uh, and they have seemed to be glowing for a short while, and then they disappeared from the scene. And that has happened for many years, uh, uh, for many generations. Uh, and that can happen to you if you have not uh, gone through training that has enhanced your capacity to be able to sustain that dimension or uh, your effectiveness and your 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 impact in that that, that dimension consistently. So it's not about what you can attain only. It's also what you can sustain. You see, like if you want your uh, you may pray and want God to uh, to expand your your business ten times more than it is, and you may be happy when somebody makes a prophecy about that. But do you have the capacity to be able to handle that dimension of expansion consistently? You know, not just rise to that level, but consistently. You may desire for God to make you a voice to the to the nation, 
that you are part of or you desire God to make you a voice to the continent, a voice in a sector, uh, 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 somebody who is a thought leader, you may desire that. Uh, however, do you have the, the capacity to sustain it? Or, uh, or do you just have ideas that you will rise and then you will disappear from the scene? So it's about sustainer. <clears throat> this, and then there's another qu uh, quote that uh, you can use. This is my personal quote. So it's a Vincent Kodongo quote. Uh, say, uh, I say this, that uh, your capacity may be too high for where you are, but too low for where you are going. Your capacity may be too high for where you are, but too low for where you are going. Yeah, so you see, you may feel like you are, you are that, like you are not. Uh, you should be doing better than where you are. That uh, uh, in the current job or the current position ministerially, uh, the current position in your area of calling, in your area of assignment, in your area of purpose, you may feel like where you are is not where you are supposed to be. But the question is, is this that uh, where you are supposed to be? Do you have the capacity to to to? To, to not only attain but to sustain that dimension. Huh? So sometimes uh, where you are, you are too great. And you can look at, for example, when you look at David, David he could already kill a lion and a bear when he was behind the scenes tending sheep. So his capacity was too high for that dimension. Huh? You find Joseph was able to interpret dreams and he was still in prison. But his and he was also had some skills from leadership and he was even made a head head of uh, of other prisoners. But his capacity was was still being developed by God. So your capacity may be too high for where you are, but too low for where you are going. That's my, my quote, a Vincent Kodongo quote. So uh, the, the third, third, third uh, target for, 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 for kingdom training is your capacity. The, that's natural and spiritual capacity. The fourth uh, target for you, your training for the king's service, for, for God's service, uh, in your in terms of your assignment uh, your purpose uh, is fruitfulness is the degree of fruitfulness that you have uh, that you express uh, and what is uh, what does fruitfulness have to 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 uh, to do fruitfulness uh, fruitfulness is uh, uh, this is a definition that we have crafted uh, uh, that a fruitfulness is the ability to produce high quality and lasting fruit consistently within the context of this discussion uh, that you're having today. Fruitfulness is the ability to produce high quality and lasting fruit consistently. This is about longevity, stability, and quality. Yeah, productivity. Stability, longevity, productivity, and quality. Uh, God is interested in the quality, quantity, and sustainability of the fruit we produce in our kingdom assignments. God is interested in that. So, and we can see we can see that uh, in the scriptures uh, in John chapter uh, John chapter fifteen, uh, from verse one to eight. Uh, this is what the scripture says. He says Jesus was uh, speaking to his disciples, and he says this. He says, "I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch." in me that bears no fruit while every branch that does not bear fruit he prunes so that he, that does bear fruit he, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful you are already clean because of the, of the because of the words I have spoken to you remain in me and I will remain in you no branch can bear fruit by itself it must remain in the vine 
Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourself to be my disciples. So God is interested in the in uh, us bearing fruit as kingdom citizens eh? so we have to be prepared and in fact in fact jesus speaks about there that if you bear fruit you will be pruned so that you bear more fruit so god is interested in a in a consistency that you have to be you have to remain connected to christ you have remained to remain grounded in christ eh? uh, and uh, for for you to be able to have sustainability and you also have to bear quality fruit because in the end your fruit will be tested can your fruit will your fruit be lasting will it be of good quality will it be there the standard that god wants it to be produced in your sphere of influence so 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 fruitfulness is is the other target of the of the kingdom training so we have said that there 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 are there are four targets for kingdom training uh, there are four, four areas in which God works to train us for kingdom service, uh, for our assignments. The first one is uh, our worldview. Our worldview. The second one is uh, our our character. The third is our capacity, and the and the and the uh, fourth one is our fruitfulness. So God, God is interested in uh, God is interested in our. In, in all those dimensions in the process of training us. So when you are going through a season of waiting, it according to you it may seem like waiting, but God is preparing you. He's working on the deeper aspects of your character. He's transforming your mindset and your belief system. Yeah? That is your worldview. He is uh, uh, working on you to ensure that you are faithful and uh, because faithfulness has to do with commitment and consistency. So you will be able to have stability over the years that you will be able to serve even when people are not supporting you, even when there is pressure, even when there is opposition, even there, when there is criticism, you will continue to be consistent because you are committed to God and he's also working on your capacity. He's pushing you to be to be to to raise you to the dimension uh, to which he expects you to operate, not the dimension uh, of your peers. So when you're being developed, don't just look at your your friends and your family members and think about how come you are behind or how come uh, maybe you seem like better than them, but they're advancing. Uh, think about it from the point of uh, God deals with you individually and he has assignments specifically for you and he wants your worldview, your character, your capacity and fruitfulness to be raised to that dimension. So in conclusion, uh, I uh, want you to have uh, reflections on uh, to, uh, on a number of things. Uh, <clears throat> the first is that is this uh, is that visualize the highest level of execution of your kingdom assignment on earth that you wish to attain. The highest level. Think about that area. For example, for my assignment is uh, to teach kingdom principles uh, principles of truth. Yeah? Uh, of the kingdom to raise exceptional God-centered world changes and of the core of that is uh, by teaching principles of truth among other things that I do within that uh, portfolio of the assignment. Uh, uh, so I need to rise to the highest dimension and to do this globally. 
according to what I see prophetically, yeah, uh, from the, 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 the revelation of my purpose, uh, you may also have the same assignment. Maybe you are called to have a, to be a voice within the governmental sphere, to be a voice within your profession, and to have lasting effect and transformation of people, transformation of the culture and the value system of that sphere of influence. Uh, what uh, or uh, maybe uh, uh, maybe it has to do with the the business and finance dimension. Uh, and the issues of handling and stewarding resources and building wealth, you know. So the thing is, like, uh, think about that highest level of that dimension uh, that you wish to attain. Uh, then ask yourself, do you have the requisite level of character that if you are put in the limelight and people look at your life, uh, do you have the kind of character that can survive that limelight, that high dimension? Because when the higher you go, the more we see the gaps in you. And the more we see the, the issues that you have, uh, even the, especially the blind spots uh, that you have. Uh, and so there's a, your, your character. Uh, do you have the requisite level of character, of capacity, of worldview, the mentality, the mindset, uh, and fruitfulness to function consistently at that level? Yeah? For many years till the accomplishment of your assignment. Uh, not just rising. Remember we said according to Chris, uh, Chris, uh, Pastor Krista Temo eh, that uh, capacity is not demonstrated by what you can attain but what you can sustain. So are you able to, to rise, to not only rise to that level uh, but do you have the character, the capacity, the worldview, the, the fruitfulness uh, to function consistently in that dimension. To be like the way the scriptures uh, that we read in Psalms 92 that you will still bear fruit in your old age, that you will always be consistent and always doing, uh, performing at a very high dimension. Huh? Or are you just in a hurry to get out from where to reach there and for people to see how you are performing? Uh, yet you have not gained the, 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 the muscle to be able to be consistent, to be able to withstand criticism, to, either to, to be able to withstand opposition. Huh? Yeah. Uh, uh, so, so can you withstand the demands under pressure of operating in that dimension for a very long time. For example, if you are a politician in your country, if you if that's your area of uh, being a government official, you want to become a, a you see yourself maybe becoming a president, yeah, uh, or even a wife of a politician at that level. You see, because also being a wife, that's a very high uh, level of assignment. It's not a it's not a lesser d d dimension. Huh? Because you are a helper. A helper is like the Holy Spirit is a so-called helper. So you need a certain dimension of wisdom and knowledge uh, to be able to function even as a first lady in, a, in that sense or a, or a first uh, gentleman uh, if the, your spouse is going to be uh, a, a lady who is a president. Uh. See, so, so the thing is, uh, uh, can you withstand the demands and the pressure and the high expectations of people in that area? Can you be able to withstand? You see? Or do you need to wait for God to work on certain things in you? Maybe you are struggling with self-concept issues that need to be dealt with so that by the time you go to the fore, that uh, people, uh, you are not bothered by what people say. You are not uh, intimidated. Even if you have had failures in the past, you have accepted them and, uh, and uh, you can be able to withstand people talking about you because you have died to self. See, So, so... Uh, are you, do you have the ability to be able to withstand those opposition? And, and if you observe in 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 the the territory in which you are in, whichever country you are you are you are in, or uh, 
whichever county or city that you're in you realize that people rise to the top there most of the information most of the comments that people have about their performance is negative it's critical it can be so discouraging so if you are so bothered about how people think about you then you are you don't yet have the capacity to to, to operate in that dimension you don't have the mindset uh, of a high self-esteem to be able to operate in that dimension and not bother what people speak speak about you yeah and if you have uh, struggling with character issues at this time uh, that are things that can bring you down maybe in terms of handling resources uh, or in terms of telling the truth about yourself or about life or uh, or in terms of just managing uh, different dimensions uh, of your responsibility then you need to allow God to work on your character so that you're transformed to be like Jesus uh, so that by the time you get there you may not be perfect but you your character will be much be able to match that dimension uh, uh, even in terms of handling people like the ability to have compassion and uh, care and concern and uh, just helping people from a deep sense of uh, commitment. The, the, so, so that's the first thing, that visualize the highest level of the execution of your kingdom assignment uh, on earth that you wish to attain. Then ask yourself, do you have the requisite level of character, capacity, worldview, and fruitfulness to function consistently at that level for many years till the accomplishment of your assignment? Huh? And can you withstand the demands and pressure of operating in that dimension for a very long time. As uh, the second reflection I'd like to have is this: is that how are you cooperating with God in your training for your kingdom assignment? That God is developing you in these things. Are you impatient? Are you wondering why God is not opening the doors for you to rise to the position that you desire to be? Or are you uh, uh, submitting to the process of God transforming your character? Are you resisting God's uh, 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 efforts to transform your mindset, uh, to transform your character, to transform your, your uh, uh, increase your capacity to stretch you to handle more? Or are you complaining and whining? Uh? You see, are you, are, you, are you allowing God to transform your fruitfulness to ensure that you are able to be consistent in producing high-quality fruit for a long time, for a very long time? So how are you responding to your, uh, the, the process of training for the, for the service of the, the everlasting king? So I want you to reflect on those uh, uh, two things. Uh, and I would say that... Uh, if you have been blessed by this uh, uh, episode, I would like you to subscribe if you haven't. And you can share this uh, uh, podcast with a, a friend uh, or the episode with a friend of yours or a family member, whoever it is that you think might benefit, even if it's on your social media platform. And then also uh, give us feedback from the uh, platform on which you are listening to this podcast. And uh, you can also give us uh, feedback through the the social media contacts are provided in the show notes if you are listening on a platform that has show notes so I pray that that you will have a deeper reflection on this and God will help you to be able to understand and to appreciate this fourth stage of purpose which is training that is within our institution called the Kingdom Diplomats Reports. We call it training for the King's service. We speak about training and testing. Testing is the next stage. Yeah. However, in our next episode, we're going to discuss more about this fourth stage. That's the process of training, the stage of training for your purpose. So we're going to discuss more about this. Till then, I pray that you have a wonderful week full of God's favor.
and uh, peace and thrive in the kingdom of heaven. God bless you.